0: I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions
1: 18+. The idea that there are beings from other planets is a hotly debated topic. There are some people who believe that the universe is just too big to house life on a single planet. Others believe that extraterrestrial life is impossible and we're all alone in the universe. A lot of people are firm in their belief that extraterrestrial life does or doesn't exist. Sometimes, though, the questions come crashing down around you. During the late 1940s, the United States and many other parts of the world were in a so-called flying saucer craze. Reports of witnesses seeing strange objects shooting through the sky or suspiciously hovering were coming in fast following what is widely considered the first report of a modern unidentified flying object sighting in the United States by pilot Kenneth Arnold. Arnold had been flying near Mount Rainier on June 24, 1947, when he reportedly saw nine flying objects around the Washington State Mountain. Arnold's sighting sparked a long obsession with UFOs, seeing him writing and speaking publicly about his sighting and similar reports he looked into. Not long after Arnold's sighting, rancher W.W. Brazel, who went by Mac, found some unusual debris near Roswell, New Mexico. It seemed to be a mix of tinfoil, rubber strips, and sticks. He later took the items to the local sheriff, who passed the items on to Roswell Army Airfield. Once they had the wreckage, the Army issued a press release where they claimed a flying disc had been found on a local ranch. Upon hearing of this sensational claim, the Roswell Daily Records sent the story through to print. On July 8th, their paper was released with the headline, RAAF Captures Flying Saucer on Ranch in Roswell Region. When they heard of these claims, the military quickly announced that the flying saucer was actually a weather balloon that carried a radar target. Prior to the crash, the device would have resembled a box kite that was made of foil and connected to a wood frame. The Roswell Morning Dispatch responded to the claim by writing a story titled, Army debunks Roswell flying disc as world simmers with excitement. Despite the headline, the article included Max's response. He did not believe that what he had found belonged to a weather balloon. In the years following the discovery, the story of the flying saucer found in Roswell slowly faded from the mainstream media. Still, the public showed great interest in UFOs and extraterrestrials, and there were a number of UFO hoaxes. Some teens in Twin Falls, Idaho made a fake UFO out of plexiglass, radio tubes, and wires only days after the Roswell discovery. Variety magazine was conned into publishing the story of a crashed alien craft in Aztec, New Mexico, in 1949. After that, the UFO craze fizzled out for a while. In 1978, retired Lieutenant Colonel Jesse Marcel was interviewed by ufologist Stanton Freeman where he revealed the weather balloon had been a cover story to divert public attention. Based on that interview, Marcel speculated that the debris might have been extraterrestrial in origin. In 1980, the Roswell findings were brought back into the spotlight after a book titled The Roswell Incident was published by authors Charles Berlitz and William L. Moore. The men wrote that the weather balloon claim had been a cover story. In the book, they argue that the debris was flown to Wright Field near Dayton, Ohio, where the material was then quickly substituted for weather balloon material. The claims made in the book have been widely disputed, but it once again sparked additional interest from conspiracy theorists. In 1984, supposed records that had recently come to light were said to be classified memoranda related to Majestic 12, or MJ-12, a covert initiative sanctioned by President Harry Truman to contain the Roswell event. Those documents were later proven to be fraudulent and no solid proof ever emerged to validate MJ-12. After that, an extraterrestrial autopsy film was released in 1995. The film claimed to show the examination of an alien body linked to the Roswell incident. The 17-minute video was eventually discredited. Instead of conspiracy theories dying down after that revelation, they not only continued but grew. Roswell became somewhat synonymous with extraterrestrials and UFO sightings. In fact, the incident significantly boosted the local economy, with the creation of the International UFO Museum and Research Center in Roswell in 1992, followed by the annual UFO festival held in the city since 1996. Interestingly enough, despite some outlandish claims made by Charles Berlitz and William L. Moore, they were right about one thing. There had, in fact, been a cover-up. In 1994, the Air Force admitted that the materials discovered in Roswell came from a U.S. surveillance balloon, part of Project Mogul, aimed at monitoring nuclear tests by the Soviet Union. A conclusive Air Force report in 1997, titled The Roswell Report, Case Closed, said that reports of alien bodies likely stemmed from witnesses seeing parachute crash test dummies. The report suggested that those separate incidents were merged into the memories of witnesses. Still, those who don't trust these claims continue to believe that what was found in Roswell all those years ago was not some surveillance balloon. Instead, it was proof of extraterrestrial life. Joe Nickel and James Magaha, prominent skeptics of the Roswell conspiracy theories, identified a myth-making process, which they called the Roswellian Syndrome. They say that myths like this are proposed to have five distinct stages of development incident, debunking, submergence, mythologizing, and reemergence in media bandwagon effect. The authors predicted that the Roswellian syndrome would play out again and again in other UFO and conspiracy theory stories, which seems to be accurate. At the end of the day, it's impossible to know the truth of anything we didn't see with our own eyes. So, despite what critics say, maybe there were aliens at Roswell in July of 1947. Maybe they've been here all along, and maybe, just maybe, they're watching you right now. Thanks for letting us tell you this sinister story. If you enjoyed it, subscribe on whatever platform you're on, and hit like, rate it, or leave a comment. Join us next week when we'll take you somewhere sinister.